0: I really, really enjoyed this interview with Troy because the change in this dude has been phenomenal from when we first started working with each other. When he first came to work with myself and and our crew at JCF, Troy wasn't sure if he wanted to be here anymore. And when I mean be here, like be alive on this earth anymore. And now he's into a stage where he's just going onwards and upwards in every single area. He used to work his ass off. He couldn't say no to anybody his relationship was in tatters, his health was in tatters, both mental and physical. And now he's on that trajectory upwards where every single day he's getting better bit by bit by bit. So if you feel anxious, you feel depressed, you feel like you're dedicating your life to work and not getting much back from it. If you feel like your relationship isn't where, where, where you want it to be, if you just feel like you've lost your mojo and the wind's been taken out of your sails, Watch this interview because I think that we get a really cool perspective, and you'll see how you can get yourself out of this position where you're at right now, and you can absolutely dominate. Everything's just getting better. Everything's getting easier. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Look, it's. Uh, I spoke to Christian last night. Uh, we're just obviously going through sort of, you know, when I first sort of started reading your posts on the, on the Facebook website one night and just sort of started following through with, obviously, you know, your background and, you know, your clientele. And, you know, I sort of kept reading through, you know, as I said to Krishna, I said, that, you know, I don't get too excited about Facebook. Because there's a lot of fucking bullshit on, on Facebook. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I kept reading your posts. And then, yeah, the, one, the night I was laying in bed feeling like fucking death, one of your posts, you know, it was fucking hit real close to home. So that's the night I, I, I flicked you a text, and yeah, we went from there, man. So, which post was that? Uh, probably about you know what you're struggling with in life. I've probably got it here somewhere fucking from here. I've got my text message from you when you first uh, sent me the link. Um, it's a well while back now, be? Be about 18 months ago, man. Thereabouts,
0: mm. it's been a big journey yeah. for you, dude. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, so as you know, <clears throat> Christian sort of. We was going through a few series of questions last night, and he sort of, you know, your progress and a few bits and pieces that we did on, uh, not not last night, two weeks ago, when we're getting prepared for our conversation today. And he just sort of said, you know, we'll recap, go through where you were, uh, you know, what you were feeling 18 months ago, um, you know, as to where you are today. But, you know, I mean, he did in a nutshell, James, you know, if you'd uh, asked me that same question on the evaluation, from when I first started where I'd been six months, uh, you know, I'd probably be dead. You reckon? The way I was yeah, the way I was traveling, man. If I didn't get myself some help when I needed it, uh, yeah, I was, you know, on my um about myself, about my journey, you know, pretty much I was a sinking ship. Well,
0: how would you describe yourself 18 months ago before you started working with us? Fucking train
1: wreck, man. In what way? Uh, mental. Uh, mental health was fucking terrible. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't sleeping at all. Uh, you know, workload was was absolutely horrendous. Uh, you know, I had a, uh, obviously lost my father uh, in that period. Lost my wife and kids uh, four weeks after that, and then in that same period, I was following a young fella on the way from work one night on his motorbike and he hit a guardrail, and yeah, pretty much uh, I, I had to do CPR on him probably 50 minutes in a 45 degree day and four bastard within three minutes was dead just fucking bled out like no tomorrow um try to push it all down uh obviously with passing them my like that sort of hit home pretty hard and i just had to get up and just keep fucking working man going to work and putting this new plant together that we built about three years year ago uh so my title is a uh, production manager maintenance manager and basically you know We were commissioning and building this place when all of that fucking fell apart, Uh, you know, 12, 14, 20 hours a day on site. I'd be lucky to sleep an hour a day if that. What effect did that have on you? you Destroyed me. Fucking Hmm. destroyed me. I went from sort of, you know, 70, between sort of 75 and 78 kilo back to about 58 I was. So I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't well. Uh, Mental fatigue anxiety, stress, um, and pretty much, you know, just trying to bottle all that up all the time, James, and just, you know, just getting on with it, getting on with it, pushing it all down. Uh, Pretty much ended up with severe depression and anxiety as a result of, uh, you know, obviously not dealing with the trauma. Why why didn't you deal with the trauma to start with? uh, Pretty much just pushed it aside. You know, it is what it is. I've got to move on and, and keep moving forward. But you know, I, I never really sort of worked through any of the the result of what it was doing to me until it was, I guess, too late.
0: But if we look so, at that, right, so. it, like that's a like, and and I'm not singling like you out, but like it's a it's a typical man thing to do, right? We always just say, no, nah, I've got too much other stuff on. Doesn't matter that I'm anxious. Doesn't matter that I'm not sleeping. Doesn't matter my dick doesn't work anymore. Doesn't matter like that my whole body's broken. I got to push it all aside. I'm not going to deal with any of this emotional stuff at all. It's like, why do you feel like in your case that you chose to do that? Uh, because it, it is, let's be honest, it's a pretty fucking stupid way of doing it when you compare yourself to now after you've actually gone and you've dealt yeah. with your stuff and you're like a, a totally different yeah. human. Why did you choose? Yeah. Like, why didn't you reach out for help straight away?
1: Why didn't you get a hand? Why didn't you get, you get a lift up? Oh, it's exactly what you said, James. It's that fucking the male mentality of, you know, it'll, it'll get better, I'll be all right tomorrow, tomorrow's another day. And, yeah, unfortunately, depending on what, you know, your own personal circumstances are they don't go hand in hand and pretty much i just fucking drove myself that far into the deep dark hole that you know i got to a point where it was like well fuck you know i'm done with this shit like if i don't do something about it now like i don't know how much more but i can fucking continue to, to you know to deal with every day when you know i didn't really want to be here to be honest i'd had enough of it all mm. you know, obviously if I didn't have my kids, James, and look, it's, it, it is pretty selfish. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of, of suicides in, in my family and I've always had that thought process that, you know, it's, a, it's an easy way out, it's, it's weak. You leave so many people behind to deal with all the bullshit that's, you know, from, from you doing what you've done. And look, you know, until, as I've said to Christian many times, until you're actually faced with that feeling that in life, you know, being judgmental of people that commit suicide and, and obviously take their lives until you're actually in that position and feel that way. Uh, you know, I've even changed my thought process on being judgmental of, you know, uh, people that just end their life through suicide. But depending on the people's circumstances, you know, I, I see it a lot different today, James. What
0: was it like for you to be looking suicide in the face?
1: It was fucking tough, man, because, you know, I, Normally, I don't let a lot of things bother me, but, um, you know, I mean, prior to, I guess, reaching out, James, for some for some help, probably 12 months prior to actually getting help and talking to you guys, I'd been to see my doctor and, and basically, you know, let him know that I wasn't sleeping, uh, fucking, you know, I might eat once or twice a day, with, you know, wasn't hungry, uh, you know, just... My heart rate would just, you know, I'd be sitting down, doing something on the computer, the next minute my fucking heart would go through the roof, I'd be sweating my guts in. and it's just well, like, what the fuck's wrong with me, you know? But I don't understand what's happening to my body, and, you know, at that time, the doctor said, I'll just I'll write you straight off and, you know, go and get some fucking, take a break, and I said, well, look, I probably should have, James, for my own personal health, but, uh, you know, being the position I'm in and the title of I whole here, uh, sort of felt like my fucking hands were tired at, at the same time. And um, there was no support network um, from work. It was basically, I just had to fucking get in and get the job done and get the plan up and running. But, you know, they got what they want, James. And, you know, as a result of it, I've lost everything. You know, I wasn't there for my dad when he was sick. And, um, you know, my, my kids, when my wife needed me at the time to, you know, be a part of the, you know, being a, family, a father for my two young kids. Uh, and you know, I mean, three years in now, plant's running. It's pretty successful. Um, the business has got what they want, and I've lost everything for it. So I don't have. How do you life, feel about no, that? I've got a lot of resent, a lot of resentment of you know for the business with no support structure, and obviously I'm pretty darker myself for you know putting my family aside uh, for a workplace. You know, I uh, I can't get that back now, James. It's gone. Mm.
0: Why uh, did you decide to put work first
1: well i wouldn't say it was a i wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was a priority mm. that I've, I've made a decision to put work first it was you know trying to get that work life balance of you know building design construct commission a new new facility uh, be, i wasn't i wasn 't ready i guess for what was put towards me um, it was fucking huge man it yeah the time frame building the players commission and it's training all the staff and basically having myself here in the business was the only one that's you know was trained in this industry they made all the other staff redundant uh, my old team and basically i'm the only one up here uh with any experience so i made things that alone as well as everything else happening in the personal life it was just it was a fucking train room
0: why did you stick around with the business
1: so i've been I've been waiting a long time, James, for this new plant. Uh, you know, when I first started the business 20 years ago, we were building a new facility back then, but it was just always postponed. And uh, yeah, look, you know, I mean, there's been some very highs, obviously, in, in, involved in this as well. James, have got to go to Europe. Um, so our running equipment here, I was sent to Switzerland and around Zurich, Germany, and a few other places to, to obviously learn school of technology for our, our equipment. So I spent uh, a month in. Europe doing all of that in 2018 and back then everything was fucking peaches and peaches and fucking roses, mate. It was gold. Uh, you know, you felt like you were really someone within the business. But when it came time to turn dirt and get this plant running, it was just like, see you later, we'll fucking leave you to it, sort of thing. And yeah, look, I got through it, James, but it uh it took a big toll on on my health, my mental state of mind. Um, yeah, everything. Sleeping pattern was absolutely fucked, I reckon. When I first come to you guys, I reckon I'd be lucky to sleep an hour a night. How was that? Oh, it's not very good, man. But you know, yeah. the thing that I don't know, I don't even know how what, what kept me going, to be honest, James. You know, the, the lack of sleep, lack of food. Uh, you know, the only thing that sort of kept me going was basically the, the workload I had that, you know, there was no fucking time to stop. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, look, there's I'm pretty dark on myself, James, to be honest. Um you know, there was obviously a lot of things I should have listened to my wife at the time, you know, her concern for me, my health and, you know, what it's doing to the home life. Um, but, you know, leading up to this, I did say to her, look, you know, this is going to, you know, there'll be a couple of years of some pretty testing time. I said, but once it's up and running and we're, we're done, you know, it'll fucking run itself. It'll be smooth. I'll be back to that, you know, going to do my eight hours, get in the car, going home, come home to the family. I said, but, you know, we've just got to hang in there, you know. It'll get better. But... Yeah, look, it was obviously, you know, a few issues here and there prior to the, the marriage breakdown, but, uh, yeah, look, I got to a position, I guess, mentally, I, I guess, James, not that I was thinking it, but, mm. you know, I got to a point where I just I didn't care no more. Uh, you, know, if, you know, I just sort of said, well, fuck, if you want to move out, just go sort of thing. But, you know, back where I was in that, you know, where my mindset was back then, it was, you know, I mean, I didn't know how much longer I was going to be around or wanted to be around, you know, you're probably better off. My wife and kids not being anywhere near me, uh, you know, in this sort of state of mind. Um, but, yeah, look, it was, I was hoping that we would, you know, be able to work things out and get back on track and, you know, bring my family back together. You know, I've obviously kind of got some help and still continuing to get support. Sleeping pattern, as I said to Christian last night, it's fucking good as gold, man, not having any trouble sleeping anymore. Uh, obviously, the supplement program that I started on James still on on most of those, not having to take melatonin anymore. So yeah, look, I, you know, sometimes I, I, you know I've sort of gone up and down in waves here and there, depending on what's going on in the personal life. But yeah, not normally now. Generally, I just take the supplements if and when I'm training. But uh, yeah, I've obviously uh, been struggling pretty bad with a, a fucked left knee. But uh, off late, uh, you know, I've been told not to run, not to do this, not to do that and I've tried every other fucking exercise and bits and pieces that hasn't done fuck all for me I've uh, I've started running again obviously cross trainer doesn't play up But when I run on grass pavement concrete whatever then I'll normally pay the price but mm. over the last couple of months you know I've been running probably 7 to 10k ks a week with a you know couple of days break in between and it's not about oh, legs holding up man you it's take there. that well so like when yeah. you
0: when you went to sign up with us right and we had that that first chat and we we're messaging did you have any hesitations before you did sign up? Did you have anything saying that you shouldn't do it, any doubt demons?
1: <sighs> Not really, James. I wanted to obviously, I wanted to look at some, at a different support network. Uh, as I said to Christian, I was, I reckon I went and saw when I was at my lowest, three counsellors. Um, but, you know, three different counsellors every, you know, I left three of their offices and I walked out of there thinking, what the fuck is all this about? Or, I don't Can feel me really through that? There. And um, basically, you know, the way I feel when I left there, James, is you, you're just another number. You're not, you know, there's no, there's no personal connection. Uh, you know, it was pretty much, it was a diagnosis of whatever the, the counsellor psychologist believes that you're struggling with and what they can do to help you. But when I left there, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, it's just typical, here's a fucking packet of Smarties and, you know, on your bike and coming back to see me in two weeks' time, it's like, Well, how does that
0: compare to what you're doing with us and with Christian?
1: Well, there's a sense of value, Christian. Uh, James, from Christian as well. Um, You know, there's there's more personal interaction where, you know, you would expect that from a high-profile counsellor or a psychologist. But I didn't get that from three of them. Uh, You know, I mean, obviously, as you're probably aware, they're not the fucking cheapest people to go and see. But, uh, you know, I just felt the fact of... All they wanted to do was medicate me straight away without even, you know, digging deep and what's caused you to be where you are today. And you've obviously had, you know, a bit of trauma and this and that. But I said, look, it's, 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 a, it's a combination of a lot of different things that have built up over a period of time. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it, you're trying to push it down like a fucking volcano about to erupt. And it was just one day, uh, James, that it just I fucking lost it. And, yeah. That was it I was basically to a point where, you know, if I don't go and do something about it soon, mm. uh, you know, the, just the, how my mental state of mind was at the time and just how I was feeling uh, physically, it was just like, you know, what well, this is not sustainable. If I can't get past this, well, then, you know, I'm going to have a fucking, you know, whatever time frame I've got left on, on earth, it's not going to be great.
0: Mm. Well, why didn't you just medicate it? I mean, that's what a lot of people do. A, a very, very large number of men every single year go into antidepressants, antipsychotics, all that sort of stuff, sleeping pills, yada, yada, yada. A yeah. lot of us take those drugs. Why didn't you just want to go in and just take the easy route, as we would call it, right, the short-term easy route, the long-term hard route, and, yeah. and just, take, just pop a few pills?
1: Uh, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a big one for the, the medication um they're obviously i mean there are a lot of good stuff out there uh, i've got a really good doctor though um that i've been seeing for quite a long time um and i've spoken obviously i go and see him probably, probably every two three months now it's not as it's not as frequent as it was um you know when i started seeing him you know i was having a lot of issues with the body fucking you know chest pain kidney pain you know just out of the blue these you know I guess my organs, obviously, due to how I was, uh, no unhealthy, no sleeping. Um, yeah, there was just so many different things physically uh, going on inside of me that, you know, normally I'm fit as a bull. Nothing mm-hmm. fucking bothers me. I just get on with it. Um, but I was just, you know, I was having all sorts of different issues um, internally that I couldn't explain. So I went to see the doctor and basically he just said straight out, mate, you're not sleeping and uh, your diet's terrible, you know, you're obviously, you know, you're severely stressed, anxiety, you know, you are suffering from depression. Um, this is obviously an onset of, you know, your body's trauma and how it's trying to deal with it. But to uh, look at I had all the tests done, kidney tests, fucking heart tests, blood tests, all that sort of shit. Uh, the blood tests are at that stage. Most of the the vitals were very, very low due to, I guess, bad health. My dietary intake was, was fuck all at that time. Um, But yeah, look, once I I started talking to you you guys, yourself, uh, the nutrition plan, and you know, for probably 10, 11 months last year, uh, no drinking, uh, nothing, fucking just got onto the diet, was on that, training three days a week, and pretty much, mate, from, you know, in that first three months, I noticed a massive difference in just the way I think, uh, you know, what comes out of my mouth, my sleeping pattern starting to come back. Uh, you know, quality of your life, and actually, you know, wanting to fucking get outside and go and do something, whereas before, and I'm not really a homebody, but you know, come the weekend, uh, you know, I just didn't want to fucking leave the house. Mm. Just couldn't. I didn't want to be around people. Um, yeah, it was a struggle, and you know, you think yourself, fucking why? You know, what's brought all this shit on? But look, it's been hard for me to, I guess, acknowledge that I needed help, James. For you know, probably. If I had to probably seek some help maybe two, three years prior of it, I probably wouldn't have been in the position I got to. But How do you, you think it would be different
0: if you, if you did? If you came to us two, three years prior and, and we sorted you out the same way, way we've done now, how do you think things would be different for you?
1: I guess, to be honest, uh, James, it, it, you know, the earlier on I probably would have got to it, my thought processes and my action would have been a lot different to where they were and where they ended up. Um, mm prior to seeking help because I got to a point where I was just so fucking careless, uh, you know, not, not as in a disrespectful manner towards anyone, but it was just like I just didn't give a fuck no more. I just, you know, there was nothing left in the tank, uh, you know, the physical and emotional side of things and then obviously, you know, I guess the the hardship I put on myself for failing, you know, my marriage. You know, I, was, I won't say fail, failed as a father, but... You know, it is a failure of some sort because, you know, my kids aren't with their dad anymore. So, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, when it first happened, you know, that that, that hit home real hard. A lot of my dad passing away didn't hit me straight away. Um, mm. It was probably a couple of months later when you actually, when the, the true reality of it is he ain't coming back. Yeah. Um, you know, you actually wake up to it one day and think, well, fuck, you know, I, I, I can't talk to him anymore. Um, you know, there's, he was cremated, so there's, only, there's no burial site. There's, there's fucking, he's gone. You know, there's nothing left other than, you know, your, your, your memories. But, you know, it's it's, it's still hard. You know? It's still fucking hard to stomach. But, yeah, look, obviously as yeah, time's gone on now, uh, I was at the Christian last night. March next year, uh, myself and my wife, we've been separated for three years now already. But, yeah, look, it's just, I was at the Christian last night as well. Was, you know, it's probably time for a bit of closure too. On that, on that end, so I can you know, concentrate on more on myself as well.
0: What sort and of role has enough.
1: Christian played in your life? Uh, look, the support network that Christian's given me, uh, you know, anything I ask of Christian in the support network, whether it's, you know, training, supplementation, conversation, uh, you know, we're basically not that long ago, we've started a, a summit of, you know, pretty much, where I was sort of just, you know, pondering around down the bottom of this, you know, this summit where I'm just, you know, I might take a couple of steps up the hill and, you know, I'm fucking back down again just, you know, wandering around in circles thinking of fucking where my life's going to head to. I never really had goals as well, James. You know, I'd live fucking day to day, you know, week to week sort of thing, never had anything planned for the future, you know, whether I want to take a holiday or, you know, take the kids somewhere, there was just the total thought process of where I was at before coming to you guys, there was fucking none. You know, I was still functionable to do my job, but, you know, personal life, social life, uh, you know, the fun times, the kids, just the thought process wasn't there because I was that fucking mentally drained and, you know, physically, emotionally unwell. Um, And I think that was probably the hardest thing as well, James, is, is actually acknowledging that, you know, when someone says you got a you know you got a mental health issue, it's just like fuck hang on a minute. No, I'm alright, you know. I'll get through this. But uh, it's probably a good thing as well that you know your foundation, James, uh, also backs men's mental health rather than just you know the the image of you know I want to be a bodybuilder or I want to fucking you know I want to look a million dollars because you know I said to Chris, you Christian. Know, I've, I've played uh, amateur league footy for nearly 25 years uh, over here in South Australia. I played for the SNFL Central Districts in Port Adelaide. So I've been always fit, trained, and, you know, healthy diet, never, you know, don't mind beer here and there, but, um, uh, you know, it was not until late in my sort of late 20s sort of thing before I started really sort of, you know, hanging back and getting on the piss with the boys. But, you know, as a young fella, all that was put aside, you know, the drugs and all the crap. I never sort of went anywhere near it, you know, due to obviously my health and fitness, uh, you know, it was what I was always trained to do. But even, you know, it, it in that state of mind as well, having someone to not so much push me, but, you know, give me something to focus on. And, you know, once I started seeing results again, you know, then comes back that confidence. So, you know, I mean, your your mental health, uh, anxiety, stress, you know, your your fucking depression, as you know, James, you know, I mean, the, the confidence is gone. You don't have any confidence, you don't have any, you know, you're just a fucking mess, an absolute mental mess inside. Um, and, you know, obviously it opened my eyes when obviously a lot of people, a lot of close people were saying to me, Troy, like, you're not the same anymore. Like, fucking, you've got to go and get some help, man. Um,
0: what did they see as different about you? Like, how, how in, in in your friends' eyes and the people closest to you, um, what did they notice? Just how
1: short I was, James, all the time, very Not blunt, but there was no enthusiasm. Um, I guess a lot of them would say to me, "You know, we don't see you smile anymore. Um, You know, you don't laugh, you don't joke, you don't. You know, you just. I guess, I guess, if you look at it, it's starting miserable. But uh, you know, my, I guess, my persona, I I wasn't seeing that, and the way I was coming across to people. Um, But obviously, you know, the staff here noticed it as well, as as obviously senior management. Um, you know, and others in the business that have known me for a long time, uh, obviously during commissioning, whatever else, just you know, seeing what they're used to seeing from me, you know, my weight, my physical appearance as opposed to what they come to see me like after, you know, 12, 18 months of you know, trying to get this plant off the ground. It's well, well, fuck what happened. I said, Well, it's fucking this place, it's done it. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I've obviously had a few other bits and pieces go on, but uh, yeah, look, I was just trying to get on with it. James had just, you know, moved forward and hoped that, you know, life would bounce back and and you know come back on track to where it needed to be. But uh, yeah, he wasn't coming back, man. And you know, it, well, I was going deeper and deeper into that bloody dark hole of, you know, I just didn't want to do anything. Had no no goals, no motivation. And you know, normally, you know, you got to tie me down to a fucking chair, to, you know, to you know sit down and have a, have, a, have a rest, but now it's just like, you know, it's, I'm a lot better than what I was, that's for sure.
0: Mm, totally. So, you know, so what are the biggest changes you've noticed in yourself since working with us and working with Christian?
1: Obviously, I guess the analysis of obviously day-to-day life as well, James, you know, what's important to me and what's not, um, you know, and obviously not, you know, what I can't change or control, uh, you know, there's no point, you know, having that mental side of thing just hanging over your head all the time. You know, if I can't control or I can't change it, well, then, you know, get on with it. You know, There's not much you can do about it. With Christian as well, it's, you know, we've always had that sort of, you know, the back and forward of, you know, where we're at with life and, you know, what we can do, having some goals and having some focuses, you know, what, you know, where do I see myself now in, you know, six months' time? What are you going to do on your holidays? You know, basically, it's just getting that thought process back, you know, as to what Becomes more important to me, uh, you know, moving forward and getting myself, you know, my social life back on track. Maybe, you know, I don't know, in the future, not that it's on the cards, you know, maybe a new relationship. And, but, you know, like 12 months ago, if you ever said, a, you know, a woman relationship, it was like, ah, fuck that, no way, man, not even interested. So, but, you know, uh, I guess, you know, things are a little bit different now. Um, you know, probably two, three months ago, it's in, in obviously in, in, in my notes with Christian that I had it on there, maybe to meet a new partner, then I thought, no, fuck it. So I said, take that off. You know, that's not something I'm going to focus on. Uh, I look at it in one of those areas, James, if you try and go looking for it, uh, you know, 99% of the time it doesn't come. True. So, you know, if it's when I'm ready and, you know, when when, you know, all the COVID fucking bullshit settles down when I'm out, you know, and and socialising again, you know, it'll probably happen.
0: Well, so, okay, so now you have direction, you have goals, you have things that you're actually moving towards, which is the start of it. In terms of how you feel, how do you feel different? How do you act differently? How do you think differently to how you did before?
1: Oh, look, there's a lot of things now, James. I don't, you know, I, I don't let things get to me like they were. Like I was really fucking everything would wind me up. Uh, you know, I, I took everything, I wore everything on my shoulders um, and obviously didn't let anyone know that internally I was uh, a fucking, you know, sinking shit. But, um, yeah, look, it's, it's it's just the mental side of things of what I am able to do and control and what I cannot control and change. It's just it's separating those two divisions of what I can achieve, what I can't, and what I can't achieve. And if I can't do then fuck it, it is what it is, you know. Move on to something else. Mm. Mm.
0: And what effect has that had, that, that, that change in mindset? What effect has that had on you?
1: I guess not so much the care, the care factor. It's just I'm, I'm trying not to let things overrun me or overrule me in, in, in that thought process. And the same thing too, but, you know, feeling like my hands are tied, that I'm, I'm accountable for every hour of the day of this, this plant is, you know I mean, I'm obliged to, you know, if the fucking plant goes down, you just stay here until it's run. Well, no, I don't. When my time's up, it's time for me to go. So, you know, uh, that's where a lot of things have changed as well now. And, you know, if I do argue with with my manager. It's, well, you know what, mate, I've done my time. My time's up for today. It's the work-life balance that I need to get back. And I'm going to go and do something that I want to do. I want to go, you know, fucking go for a walk. Go in the gym. Go for a run. not fucking getting home at seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock at night, I've been on the road at you know four o'clock in the morning and yeah. you know, they get what they want and fucking I just keep going, you know, my health goes backwards, backwards, backwards. backwards. So I but said it, no, it's stupid anymore. for them too.
0: And it's very yeah. short-sighted for anyone to want you to work that much because a burned out employee is not an effective employee. They're not exactly. an efficient one. I mean how much more work would you get now done
1: now in an eight hour day than what you did before? Oh yeah. A, a lot more they're productive due to the thought processes, James, because, you know, I mean, my brain's actually working now, not just fucking scrambled eggs trying to think, well, fuck, what am I going to do next? You know, there's a problem there, problem there, problem there. It's like, well, fuck me. But now it's just like, yeah, okay, they need to do that, go and do that, fix that, whatever. And on the days up, man, it's time to go home and do something different.
0: Boundaries are game-changer, man. I'm glad that you're putting them in because, like, when you actually have those boundaries and they're set and they're concrete, everything becomes so much easier afterwards, so much yeah. easier.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yep. So and look, I didn't I never had you know, we didn't have a lot of structure here. It was just fucking fighting fires, uh, you know, putting out spot fires all the time. There was no no real set plan. Um, and even that, you know, even my life, my personal life, there was there was fucking no structure. Uh, you know, like I'd get in the car and leave, and then you know, fuck what I do, watch well, I need to go home and sleep. But you know, you just yeah, the mind was yeah, during during the, the build, yeah, look. Obviously, I went downhill pretty quick. You know, in such a short period of time, I was probably, he fucking nearly lost 20, 20 odd kilos during that time too. Crazy. Yeah, man. So you know, I think a lot of my uh, health issues were related to you know, obviously not eating, not drinking, no diet, dehydrated. Yeah, it was just it was not a good combination, man. And then yeah, obviously the wife, the dad, the young fella, and. That just topped it, fucking, you know, and out come the volcano, mate. She finally erupted and then,
0: yeah. Have you have you heard the expression feather brick bus? No. It's like when you're doing something stupid, right, and you're working too much and you're not sleeping and you're not eating well and you're not looking after your mental health and whatnot... You get a feather and it tickles you, right? And if it tickles you, you'll get anxiety. You'll get a bit of depression. You'll get feeling a little bit shit. And if you don't listen to the feather, which is tickling you, you'll get a brick to the back of the head, and that knocks you down for a bit. Maybe you'll start spewing. Maybe you'll get that heart going Bonkers like you had, I was going a million miles an hour all of a sudden, and you will get these scares which will happen. And if you don't, then listen to the brick, then you get a bus, and that one fucking hurts. So tell you that that that's that's your yeah. like that's your wife leaving you. That's you sitting back like looking at looking at the noose. That's when you're like you're thinking about killing yourself. All those sorts of things. It's like feather brick bus. It never just straight away goes to a bus. There's always a lead up to it, isn't there?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, unfortunately, it was a. Uh, As with the Christian, I said, it's like a a ship with a few holes in it that's slowly sinking in time, but then, you know, all of a sudden you hit a fucking iceberg and you're going downhill real quick. Totally. So
0: what would you recommend for guys who are in your position or who 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 are where you were, who are looking, who are feeling anxious, depressed, maybe their heart's not good, they're working a shitload, dusting up with the misses, having stuff going on around and they're not doing terribly well, what would you recommend they do?
1: Oh look, the the biggest thing I've probably taken out of all this change is, you know, I mean, don't try and be the fucking macho man, and you know, think that that, you know things are going to get better overnight or just with the click of a finger without actually not putting anything into practice to make any changes to yourself, your life, your habits. Uh, You know, even as I said, depression. You know, I mean, my diet also back then as well was was pretty bad, but I was drinking fucking heavy, drinking, 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 and You know, that didn't help, you know. Obviously, I turned to the drinking pretty heavily because it would put me to sleep. But, yeah, as you know, it's it's not a good cocktail. so so where do, they, where do you start
0: taking action, right? Because here's the thing, you said it yourself. It's like on Facebook, you don't pay much attention to the info there because most of it's bullshit, right? And yeah. then you've gone, you've tried counsellors, you've tried multiple different things, and a lot of the information that you get for these things is bullshit. Men are yeah. notoriously underserved. Where yeah. do you think, guys, if, if someone's here watching this or listening to this and resonates yeah. with it, where do you think he should go to actually get some help?
1: Oh, um, look. Um, yeah, I mean now that I obviously, you know, I've been with you guys for a long time now, uh James, you know what I mean? Like obviously everything I was a little bit skeptical at the start, uh, you know, getting things underway with obviously where I was at with counseling and I thought, okay, well, you know, you know, your posts and other people's posts, you know, that I was uh viewing prior to actually signing up. Uh, you know, it was a period of time there where I was, you know, continually scrolling through your posts. I obviously joined uh, you know, your Facebook page and was just watching, you know, what goes on. And, you know, there was just that one, one message you wrote on Facebook one night. I was, you know, fucking feeling pretty shit. And, you know, I thought, fuck, man, like, this is me. This is fucking, well, I'm staring at myself in a fucking, in, in a post. And I thought, you know, and if, if, you know, what you're saying is the people that you treated and how you help them get along, well, then, you know, if this fucking works and I see the differences in other people and, you know, what posts you put up and, you know, how people are struggling with their life,
0: uh, you know, and
1: how low I was feeling at the time. I thought, well, fuck, I've got nothing to lose, James. Mm. Everything to gain. And pretty much, mate, if, uh, if I didn't jump on board and, and obviously write that message to you that night, there's a high chance, man, that, fuck, I wouldn't be here today.
0: Mm. Mm. Well, so where fuck. are you going now? What's what what's what lies ahead for you over the next six months? You've come from a stage where you you, you mightn't have been here, and you've absolutely smashed through that. Your health's better. You look a shit better than when we first started working with you. What's yeah. what's next for you?
1: Uh, look, probably the biggest thing for, for for me, James, is is trying to find that inner happiness again. Mm. You know, trying to find things that actually that I enjoy again. Um, whereas you know there was period of time there like you know people say oh you know come do this come I just I couldn't be fucked you know I had no energy no motivation was unhappy like to a point of fucking you know near on suicide that I was that fucking low um and just you know just struggling with fucking you know being here processing the crap that was going through my head and now it's just like you know it's it's time's time you know um I need to make change I need to make change for myself personally. Uh, you know, within that change, the better person that I am will come back, be a better father. You know, I will obviously have more personal time, quality time with my kids, not just a fucking frazzled out, burnt out. You know, dad that's not motivated to fucking, you know, push the kid on a swing or something like that because I was just, I didn't want to do anything. didn't want to fucking do nothing. Um, but, look, the, the biggest thing for me, James and other people that are watching it, um, or if if they do, um, is get help, man. Seek help because if you know if, if you if you try and battle on alone, it, you know you fucking go to some pretty dark places. And you know just by you know having you know yourself, Christian, the network, the, the diet, supplementation, you know helping me get myself back from the fucking deep dark hole to sort of where we're at now. You know, I mean, I'm sort of probably just. You know, at that sort of line where I'm sort of cruising at the moment and in, in a not a too bad place. But in the happiness, uh is, is my big thing. And I said to Richard last night, uh, after Christmas period, mate. Um, yeah, back in the gym, back on the, you know, back on the full supplement cycle. And yeah, we'll look at the, the routine and yeah, try and uh, take it to the next step.
0: Love that, man. And guys, for for any of you listening who've resonated with what Troy said and doesn't want to be stuck there and actually wants a hand, what I'll do is in the comment section, I'll just drop down or sorry, in the description section, I'll drop in a link and you're more than welcome to book in and have a chat with any of us free of charge because I don't want you to, you know, have to suffer the bullshit that you had to suffer, Troy. And hopefully we can fast track that so that you can actually get out of that rut. But man, I, I want to say thank you so much for coming on and being so open. It takes a big set of co to go and and to be able to talk about. I really appreciate this, man, because I know there's a lot of dudes who have been through or are going through what you've are going, you you've been through. And it's awesome to see you coming out the other side. So thank you. I really appreciate your honesty. Uh, you're
1: welcome, James. Thanks uh, for the support you've given me. And you know your team that's you know helped me get to where I am today. You know, I've still got a long way to go. Um, but you know, if you know, if you to sort of you know looked at me, you know, eighteen months, two years ago, you know, I mean, I was a dead man walking.
0: Onwards and upwards. It's only the the beginning right now. Yeah, man.
1: So look, it's it's a lot of things. You know, you know the the analysis of you know the mental side of things is you know you got to stay focused. You know, when you're suffering. You know, from, uh, you know, anxiety and depression, it's it's very clouded. It's something that, you know, you struggle to have a thought process for yourself. You know, when you're in the workplace, you know, things are busy, you're tied up and that fucking, you know, your problems get pushed aside. But, you know, when you're alone, it all comes back and it comes back fucking hard. Mm-hmm. So anyone that's out there listening, uh, you know, find what works for you. Uh, you know, find a good support network. I won't say don't go seek counseling or a psychologist, but my personal opinion, uh, you know, I left, you know, like I said, three of the sessions where I, you know, I was not satisfied. I didn't I didn't feel like I would even if I went back more and more and more, I don't think it was the help that the that they that I needed. I needed I needed the fucking whole box of dice mate, I needed the basket, you know. Um and pretty much, you know, once I jumped on the JCF team, it was pretty much, you know. You had every avenue for myself to help me move forward. There was the sleeping pattern, the supplementation, uh, the gym program, you know, switching off the breathing techniques, you know, taking some time out, just, you know, that fuck it mentality of I'm going to go to the beach or I'm going to do this or I'm just going to go fucking walk about and switch off for a while.
0: Uh, you know,
1: like some people sort of think that, ah, fuck, that's not going to do nothing. You know, it's only going for a walk or go down the fucking beach. And to actually, Clear the mind and actually focus on something different. You will notice in a period of time that your thought processes, the way you feel, breathing, just you know, your general stress levels start to drop. But you've got to be dedicated, you have to be dedicated. You know, if you're going half-assed, uh, you know, and like in obviously your um questionnaires at the start, if you're not prepared to go in hard. Well, then, you know, it's probably an area where, you know, some people can't be helped, but you have to be able to be prepared to help yourself, uh, you know, to take the next step. And the biggest thing for me was acknowledgement. Acknowledge that oh, I had some fucking big demons going on inside and, you know, what we need to do to, you know, work towards, you know, getting rid of them, hopefully all together one day.
0: Bloody oath, man. Troy, I really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on.
1: No, no worries, James. Uh, not a problem, man. I'm happy to do it anytime.
0: A pleasure is always. We'll get you back on another six months and see where you're at then.
1: Yeah, mate. Hopefully, I've stacked on a bit of weight, mate, and got the physique looking something a bit better than what the rig is today.
0: And then maybe a bird on your shoulder. Who knows? <laughs> you, never know.
1: you never know, man. You never know. We'll I was mean, been fucking single for three years, man. It's fucking. That's. Uh, <laughs> I'll say I haven't been thinking about it, but you know, at least the thought processes are starting to come back. You see a nice bird, and it's like, Ooh. Whereas before, just like. Yeah, fuck, whatever. <laughs> that wasn't on my mind, man. I was too fucking absorbed with, you know, just trying to stay alive, let alone, you know, having a bird. So, but yeah, look, it's it's, it's tough, man. It's uh, those that are, you know, thinking that there's no help and support out there, uh, you know, keep an open mind. Jump you know? on board with the JCF team. Buddy, uh, appreciate you know, that. Put man. it this way, mate, it's, it's kept me alive.
0: True that, man. It's getting, it's getting you right? thriving, mate. Not just alive. You're thriving now. You're on that on that starting you're on that upward trajectory.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Hopefully, some big results next year, mate. And uh, yeah, because you know, even even with the you know the assessments, you know, measuring myself and all that sort of stuff, I said to Bridget, to I said, look. I'm not one for you know selfies and fucking, you know look at me in the mirror sort of thing. Uh, you know it's it's more for me. it's my, my personal thing, progress, you know, for yourself and and for Christian. Happy to send them forward, but I wasn't sort of in that position where you know Troy's gone from this and here he is now, a lot like sort of you know he's pictures of Troy's fucking body it's just like yeah that's not
0: oh once that man sort I- of
1: really I- myself.
0: There's, it's, there's something about like a transformation's cool and all seeing someone lose weight. Yeah, like good on you. But the thing that I really care about is, all right, you don't want to kill yourself anymore. That's a big fucking tick. You yeah. want to go out and you want to meet a new partner. Yeah. You're setting boundaries at work. You're being a real man. You're actually stepping up and becoming who you want to be. You can't, you can't put that in a photo, but the meaning behind that is a thousand yeah. times better than a transformation. Yeah, that's
1: right. Yep. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. So, look, you know, I mean, if people think, you know, like, you know, you're going to go jumping in the gym, you've got mental issues, stress, anxiety, whatever else, you know, it does help. It does help alleviate that. But, you know, you need to follow your heart, your mind, uh, you know, people like yourselves, the support network. Uh, look, it, it it doesn't happen overnight. Uh, so, you know, any of your other clients, James, you know, it does take time. And, but personally, if you're prepared to take the first step, it only gets better from, you know, each time and, and, and day, obviously your consultation, your communication, uh, you know, supplementation, diet training, but you know what I mean? Your body's a machine. If you don't look after it, it'll fuck up. True that. It's as simple as that, you know.
0: Mm.
1: You, know you, don't, you don't feed it right, it won't fucking perform. You don't look after it and give it what it needs, it'll crumble. And that's what happened to me, man. I wasn't looking after myself, uh, you know. And, you know, with the life events and things like that, it was, you know, pretty much nearly put me in a fucking box.
0: Very close. And you're not the only one, man. But, dude, thank you so much for yeah. coming on and sharing this, dude. We'll, we'll wrap it up there. But I really appreciate your time and being so to the point. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, no all right, James. Awesome, bud. Thanks for Appreciate sharing.
0: it, man. I'll speak to you soon.
1: Okay, James. Take care, mate.
0: Cheers, mate. Cheers, you, bud. I hope you enjoyed the video. If you got something out of it and you want to learn more, click the link below or type in High Performance Conversations with James Cann," and you'll be able to check out all the podcasts that we've done. We cover a stack of different topics, everything from getting your mojo back, overcoming anxiety, self-doubt, self-esteem, and learning from some of the industries and some of the world's top performers in both business and in health. Look forward to having you on there.